Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone, and I hope we are starting off the week on a high note and hopeful for the week's turnout. Again, I just, at the start of every episode, um, I always just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening and then um, tagging me in their Instagram stories and DMing me and, and commenting on the posts that I make or commenting on, you know, the snippets of the podcast episode and saying that it, it really resonated with them or it's really helped them. And that makes me so undeniably happy and grateful and excited and really lights me up because this, you know, that's why I started this podcast was I've been going on this own self-love journey. It's still going on. I'm still not perfect. I'm still not there just yet. And I just want to share with you guys what I've learned so far and what I'm going to be learning, you know, in the future. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for everyone who's been listening. Make sure to follow me on Spotify and make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on um, Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me. And thank you for everyone who's been DMing me and tagging me in their posts. It literally, like you <laughs> It literally makes my day and it just makes me so happy that this podcast is helping people in, in some way because that's the reason um, why I created it. Again, if you're not following me already, my socials are Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal. My TikTok is at Growth Mindset Gal and my Twitter is at Mindset Gal. And speaking of self-care, like we always do. I want to also share with you guys that in the show notes, I have a 30% off referral code for Hello Body. Now, again, this brand is for hair and skin. I bought the body scrub and it is simply amazing. The cocoa body scrub, it smells like coconuts and vanilla and it's pink and it smells like paradise when I use it for a little nice self-care, that extra long shower where it's all self-care. And it exfoliates my skin so smooth and nice. And like even just after I wash it off in the shower, I can already feel how moisturized my skin is. And again, I use it on my feet. It feels like I have a pedicure. I see this all the time, but no body scrub that I've used in the past has worked this well. And I want to share this brand with you guys. So again, my 30% off referral code is in the show notes. Take a look at it. They also have hair masks, shampoo, and conditioner. And they have a whole bunch of, you know, face masks, moisturizers, and serums that you could possibly think of. It's vegan. Um, there's no animal cruelty, all natural ingredients. So it's a wonderful brand for you guys to start using. It's definitely made my skin a lot better. So if you want to use Hello Body, I highly, highly recommend it. Another thing that I do recommend, my friend Monique. Let me tell you <laughs> about Monique. If you need 
any type of drawing to be made, to put in your room, to put at your work, to even make some cover art for your podcast or anything like that. My friend Monique, she is an amazing artist. She has a YouTube channel and an Etsy shop. All of her information I am going to put in my show notes. She is a phenomenal artist and she just wants to make people happy with her art and help people any way that they can. And her YouTube videos are also so calming to watch. Her draw amazing work. She also has like such nice calming music. It's like therapeutic. She said to me that's like ASMR, like for vision and like watching something. So definitely check her out if you need any drawings to be done. All of her information is going to be linked down in the show notes. Okay, so let's move on to our first segment. Just like we always do, you guys know the drill. We always start with a quote from my Doing Well Daily journal. I love this journal and the Instagram for Doing Well Daily and the website for Doing Well Daily is also in my show notes. Here is our Mindful Monday quote. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. Just think about that. Just let it sink in. Everything is a slow process. When you're starting something new, if you're starting a YouTube channel, if you're starting an Etsy shop, a small business, a podcast, you know, you're an influencer on Instagram, you're starting a brand new job. It's a slow process. Nothing happens overnight. You know that saying that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's true that Magnificent City was not built in the day. It was a slow process. And every day, bricks were being laid down to build that city. Good things take time. It's okay if you're not phenomenal at it at first. The beauty of it is all the work that you put into something and seeing the progress and seeing the results. If something happens right away, there is usually a catch to it. Anything worthwhile is going to be a slow process in order to achieve that goal. And quitting, once it gets a little bit difficult, is not going to speed up that process. Then you're back to ground zero again. So many people, when they're trying something new, if they're trying, you know, a small business or trying to start a small business or a YouTube channel or a podcast or any of those types of things, a lot of the times people often quit or fail at it is because they do it for a little bit and they're not successful right away. And they're like, eh, this ain't for me. I'm not making millions of dollars in my first month or I don't have a thousand followers in my first month. So I'm just going to quit. You have to see the potential in your work. You have to, one, believe in yourself, see your potential and keep working for it. You have to put this vision in your head or manifest it, write it down in your journal, your goal that you want to get to and work hard for it. And a lot of people see failure is because they're not staying in it long enough, right? You have to keep trying. And then there's going to come to a point where you, you know you tried your best, you've done all the options that you could. Once you've done that and it's still not working out, then yeah, some things are just not for people and maybe you need to move on. But you have to put that effort in to see what your potential is. If you give up too easily, you'll never know. You'll never know. So if you're starting something new and you're not fantastic at it right away, that's okay. That is okay. 
Think of all of the inventors and artists and, you know, famous actors and actresses and authors. Usually their first piece is not the best. And they're not recognized for their work until long way down the road. You know why? Because they kept working at it. You need to be consistent in working towards your goal. Because if you quit too soon, you're back at ground zero and you'll never know how far you were supposed to go. So if you are working on something right now, whether it be you know, a presentation for work or you're editing a YouTube video, you're editing your podcast episode, or you're making a post on your Instagram, if you are making some new visions for your new business that you want to start, you are okay. You are doing the right thing. You are trying hard and you have to be consistent and keep showing up. That's the thing. Keep showing up, put in the work and you'll see the process. It's not going to be fast, but it's going to be worth it. Okay, guys, so now we're going to move on to segment two, where I'm going to be reading one of my blogs to you. The topic of this podcast episode is productivity tips and time blocking, right? Time strategies. And I actually teach these different time blocking strategies to my students to effectively use time in the correct way. So check out this blog. This is on medium.com. Strategies to manage your time, not waste your time. Procrastination. This word ruins productivity. Waiting to the last minute to complete a major task means the assignment was not completed to the best of your abilities. I preach this to my students all the time. I always tell them, be productive with your time, not a product of your time. The message I am sending with this motto is to plan your time accordingly to the task you need to complete. Do not let time roll by and suddenly you are ruled by the clock. When you are ruled by the clock ticking away, you begin to hectically cruise through the assignment and the result is never ideal. Some people say, oh, I work well under pressure and my best work comes out of procrastinating. Yes, that can happen, but people, that's not the reality. My students ask me for advice on time management since they're in eighth grade heading to high school. So here are some simple ideas to help become more productive with your time. Tip number one, plan your time out. Invest in yourself and buy a helpful planner. The Rachel Hollis's Start Today Journal has been my saving grace. In her planner, she guides us to plan our day hour by hour. This leads us to make realistic goals to accomplish for the day rather than be overwhelmed with time. Give yourself a manageable time to complete specific tasks. For example, I tell and advise my students to block out two hours at most to complete their homework. So when they arrive at their home, they know from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. is homework time, and then the rest of the evening can be devoted to friends and family. I practice the same strategy. My commute home on the train is from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., and I use that time to grade or read my book. Then, once I get home, I have my hour for the gym from 5.30 to 6.30. After that, the rest of the evening is left for friends and family. 
plan it out. Create a structure for your day so your mind can mentally prepare for the tasks ahead. Tip number two, take breaks. So to follow my example from before, I advise my students to devote two hours at most for homework every day after school. The next step is within those two hours, plan breaks. Planning breaks helps your mind to organize itself and get ready for work. What I do is if I set aside an hour to complete some work, I give myself a 15 minute break within that hour. Now, if you're working for two hours, give yourself two 15 minute breaks. During those breaks, set a timer for 15 minutes on your phone. After that, you can look at social media, take a walk around your house to move your body, read a quick article, have a snack, run to the bathroom, etc. Once those 15 minutes are up, it's time to go back to work. Setting up breaks helps your mind focus on the task at hand for a certain amount of time. Let's say I'm completing work from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. I can say, okay, from 4 to 4.30, I work. Then from 4.30 to 4.45, I can take a break. Finally, I work from 4.45 to 5 o'clock. Boom! I am done with my hour of work. Simple as that. Tip number three. Set up rewards for yourself. After you completed the work that you set out to do for the day, treat yourself. The other two steps create discipline. This step creates motivation. After you work for two hours with your two 15-minute breaks and completed your task, do something that you enjoy. You can play video games, watch an episode of your favorite show, read the next chapter in your book, have your favorite snack, call your favorite person, watch YouTube tutorials till your heart's content. You can also go for a run, work out, work on your car, work on your yard, the project in your workshop, the choice is yours. Work before play is the best way. Now these strategies take practice, so do not be too hard on yourself if planning your time out does not come naturally to you. Keep trying to plan your day by the hour and take your breaks. After you complete that task, reward yourself. Creating a structure for your day deletes the stress and guessing game of what the day entails. Use your time wisely and it will feel like you have all the time in the world. Time is a judge. Things that stand the test of time pass the greatest test. Time is the only critic without ambition. John Steinbeck. All right, so now we're moving on to segment three, where I'm just going to talk about my simple ways um, that I use to be productive throughout my day. I hope you guys enjoyed that blog and those three easy tips can help you in uh, some way, shape or form. So let me talk about what happened this morning. (laughs) So it is Saturday actually when I'm recording this and I've been back into my school building for the first week. And so I started waking up at 5 a.m. Again, that 5 a.m. still hurts, but it was Saturday. And usually when I sleep in, I sleep until about like 7.30 right? My body doesn't really sleep in past that. But this morning, my body woke up at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. And I was like, no, please. Why? Why can I sleep in even on my day off? Why, why, why? And I was like scrolling on Instagram and TikTok for the first like 10 minutes. And you're really not supposed to do that when you get up. And then I was thinking for a second, because I was stressing. I was like, wow, I I really wish I could fall back asleep. I want to fall back asleep. I want to get some rest. 
And I was like, wait, because once I'm up, I'm up. That's just how I've always been. And I was like, you know what? Wait, let me flip this. I am up at 6 a.m. So I have more time in my day. I can use this to my advantage. So what I did is I got up, I made some coffee, came back into my room, and I was like, I have a little bit of an extra hour than I would usually do. Let's use this time effectively. So what I did is usually when I wake up, I am the most productive or creative. So when you're ever becoming productive at some time, make sure you're planning it during the time that you know I'm the most productive during this time. Anyways, I know I'm most productive and creative in the morning. So I got my coffee and I was like, you know what? Let me share this idea with my followers on Instagram. So I literally got the ring light out, no makeup. I was like, let's do it. I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling inspired. Break out the ring light, prop it up. And I press record and I talk about this. I talk about how I, I was so upset that I didn't get to sleep in. But instead of being upset and worrying about not you know getting enough sleep and waking up too early, I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Now I have an extra hour to my day. Let me use this hour. Everyone always complains. There's never enough time in the day. I wish there was more hours in the day, so on and so forth. You know, I have so many things to do. Never enough time. How many times do you say that in a day, right? But here's the thing. Everyone has the same 24 hours. What you do with that 24 hours is up to you. So I decided to switch my mindset, as one does. And I was like, you know what? I got this extra hour. Let me have a nice slow morning. Because I was worried before I woke up early, I was worried because I was going to the gym a little bit early today um, because I was going out to brunch with my friends. So I had to go to the gym a little bit earlier, but I love having nice slow mornings. So me waking up at 6 a.m. was kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, at first I was like worried that oh, I woke up at six, geez. But then I was like, wait, now I can have my slow morning. I can drink my coffee. I can journal. I can plan out the day a little bit and then go to the gym. And so just thinking and switching that mindset to Ah, my body woke me up so early. This stinks. I wish I could have slept in a little bit. But instead, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm up. Let me do something. Let me be creative. Let me get my coffee. Let me have my slow morning. Let me listen to my favorite podcast. I was listening to Earn Your Happy by Lori Harder. Absolutely love that podcast. And I was journaling, right? Starting my day, using my time effectively. This is so crucial, everyone. So crucial. Because again, like I said, everyone has these the same 24 hours. You get to choose what you do with those 24 hours. And I've always been told I have a really good work ethic. And I think what attributes to that is how I time block. And I've always been like this. I want to have time for my self-care and my own self and hang out with friends and like, you know, that playtime, if you will but you got to get the work done first. That's very important. As long as you get your tasks done, get your work. And then you can play. So time blocking has helped me so much. And I started doing that more in high school. And I would always like tell my students this because they're like, you know, they're, they're 13. They're not very good at time management just yet. So let's learn. And what I told them, I was like, you need to set aside specific time to get your work done. Because I'm always like, how come you didn't hand in your homework? Oh, I was playing Fortnite. And I lost track of time. 
no. I'm like, well, you should have managed your time a little bit better. And I told them, I was like, listen, do your homework as soon as you get home from school. That's it. Do your homework as soon as you are home from school because you're still kind of like in that academic mindset. Give yourself, now homework shouldn't take two hours, but give yourself that two hours. Get your homework done from three to five, and then you literally have the rest of the night to do whatever you'd like. Watch TikTok, you know, play Fortnite or Among Us or whatever the kids are doing these days. Go on Instagram, whatever. And a couple of my students actually tried this, and they were like, wow, this is so much better. Thank you for helping me with that. And it's so important. This helps you be productive. Because it gives you the balance of this is when I'm supposed to be in work mode. This is when I'm in play mode. Because the idea of like work hard, play hard, do your work first and then play. A lot of people sometimes lose their way with that mentality because they just do work, 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 work. And then, and then they feel they don't, they don't have time for play. But you have to set aside specific time to do your work. Once that time is up... Even if you maybe didn't get everything done, still move on to your play. Give yourself that time. So what I usually do with time blocking is in either my Doing Well Daily journal or my Start Today journal, I plan out what I'm going to do that day and try and plan out the hours I'm going to complete those tasks. So for example, I'm usually off second period. So I'm like, all right, second period, I'm going to put in some grades. And then I'm also going to make some assignments for the upcoming week. So that way, when second period comes, that's what I'm going to focus on. Then I have my lunch. And usually during lunch, I have a printer near me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to make some copies and print stuff out during my lunch after I eat. So I'm going to eat first, then print. Okay? Then I have my commute home. That's a little bit of me time. I'll read my book. That'll be my reading time. And then I come home. I go to the gym right away. That is another self-care moment for me to get my body moving, exercise, all of those good things. And usually after I exercise, I feel super productive. So if you're ever feeling like very like man, unmotivated, move your body in some way because it like activates your productivity and your motivation. So then after I come home from the gym is usually when I'll do a little bit more of lesson planning or I'll plan my podcast, report the po- record, <laughs> report, what is that? Record the podcast or whatever I need to do. And then I have dinner time, and then it's time to do my skincare routine and then hop into bed by 8.30, call it a day. Call it a day. Then it's the weekend, right? And just plan certain hours. If you're more productive during the morning, you know, on the weekends, wake up, go to the gym early if that's your time, do some work during the early morning, you know, from let's say nine to 10, you're gonna edit your YouTube video. Nine to 10, you're going to um, schedule um, meetings with your clients for the upcoming week. Whatever you got to do, plan out your hours. Plan it out. Because then your, your brain's like, all right, it's 9 a.m. It's time to, you know, edit my podcast, whatever your task was. It has helped me so much because when I time block, I focus my mind. So that way I don't get overwhelmed. Let's say I have a lot of tasks to do that day. It's like, I got I to make lesson plans. I got to make copies. I got to call parents, whatever it is. And you feel so overwhelmed. Like, oh, I got so many things to do today. I have so many things and you feel so overwhelmed. Break them down. When you break down tasks into parts, they are less overwhelming. It's all a mind game, people. It's all a mind game. So like I said, 
second period from nine to 10, this is when I'm going to grade and make lesson plans. Lunchtime from 11 to 12, you got to eat, make your copies. 2 to 2.20 is your office hours. That's when you contact parents and guardians. Then it becomes less overwhelming. So I'm like, okay, this is the time. This is the task. And then I know after all my planning and all my activities and tasks are done, I know by the time I come home from the gym and I finish that lesson plan that I want to do, I have the whole rest of the night to relax. And that's my treating myself. I have time to relax and maybe read my book. Or even sometimes, you know, when you just want to turn your brain off, you might want to scroll through TikTok, you know, for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, no one's perfect. Just to turn your brain off. It helps so much when you break down the time and you break down the tasks. And when you are, let's say you're working for an hour, give yourself a 15-minute break in between, right? Work for a little bit and then put a timer on your phone for 15 minutes just to de-stress and just take a deep breath, whatever you're doing. Maybe if you want to check your emails or your social media real quick. And then once that timer is done on your phone, get back to it. It helps with the discipline. It creates routine. When you have a routine, you create a habit. And then once you create a habit so much and you complete a habit so much, it becomes second nature. So now, even though I might be tired after work, I still know right after work, I got my gym bag. I'm going to the gym. And I could be so tired, so tired. I'm like, I just don't, don't want to go. But then I'm like, I got the gym bag. This is the time that I have. Let's just go do it. And I always feel Guys, I always feel so much better after I do that. And setting up the times I want to complete tasks has really, again, helped with being productive. Time blocking, time blocking, time blocking, and then setting breaks within that time block that you have a chance to just like de-stress. Because a lot of people procrastinate and they feel, you know, unmotivated. It's because they feel overwhelmed that there's just not enough time for the day. Make time or plan the time. If you know you got a lot of things going on that day, maybe wake up an hour earlier so that way you can have that slow morning so you can plan your day and get it going. That's why I love my morning commute. I hate taking that 608 train, but that is when I journal. That is when I read and I kind of set up my brain to get ready for the school day and kind of wake me up a little bit. So that's like the me time. So if you are feeling overwhelmed with the next day, set that alarm and wake up an hour early. Make time. Make the time. Everyone has the same 24 hours. Make that time. If you feel like you don't, you know, have enough time to go to the gym, wake up that hour early, go to the gym. Okay. Maybe on the opposite and maybe you are more productive at night. Some people are like that. Those night owls. I am in bed by 830. So I give everyone props who are night owls. <laughs> I wish I could. If you are more of a night owl, Right, so you sleep in a little bit. You're more productive at night. You know, plan out your nighttime routine from 8:30 to 9 p.m. You are going to, you know, draw for your clients if you're an artist and you have a um, client drawing you need to do. Take that up during that time. And when you break those down, the tasks feel more you know, accomplishable, if that's even a word, that's definitely not a word. <laughs> but you know what I mean? When you break down the tasks, they become more realistic. You're like, okay, yeah, I got this. I can do this because you broke it down. What I also do besides time blocking, if I want to be productive, is set the scene. I light my candle, get the smell going. 
I also play a podcast um, that's like calming or inspirational, or I also play like lo-fi music in the background to help me like feel at ease and calm. I make sure my workspace is organized and it feels clean and productive and ready to go. So before you even time block, make sure the area you're about to work in is set up for productivity. If it's messy and unorganized, it's going to make you feel overwhelmed and not want to go to that workstation. Again, all a mind game. So if you know you got to work from, you know, on the weekend, you got to work from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., wherever your workstation is, make it ready to go. Maybe brew your favorite tea or coffee, have that ready to go, light your candle, have your nice music going, make sure your desk area, your work area is clean and ready to go then you will feel more productive. Set your scene. That way you don't feel overwhelmed by your environment and then you time block so you don't feel overwhelmed by the task at hand. And let's say you're working from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. That that was your that was your plan time to work and you don't get the task done. You have a little bit more you stop at 11 o'clock. You stop. Okay? And then you plan somewhere else in the day or even the next day, if that's possible, to then finish up that task. Because that can set off your whole day. Because what if at, you know, 1130, you plan to go out with your friends and you still have that little bit more work to do? No, no. You close the laptop at 11. You close the notebook at 11. And you switch your brain into the next task that you got to do, like hanging out with your friends or your family. And then schedule some time to finish up that task. Because what's going to happen is if you break that time block, that's going to break the habit. You got to make sure you plan everything. And if the time's up and you didn't complete the task fully, set up some time later to finish it up. So, for example, I am recording this podcast at 6.07 p.m. on a Saturday. I planned the podcast a little bit before it. I gave myself a half hour, write down my script for the podcast, what am I going to talk about? Then I knew I'm going to record. Usually takes maybe a half hour to an hour. And then I'm going to stop because I have other plans I need to go do. But my podcast isn't done yet. Because I still need to make my show notes and schedule it, all of those things like I'm supposed to, but I just simply don't have enough time allotted. So what's going to happen is once I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to close my laptop and set up for the next task because that's what I planned to do. And then I'll set some time tomorrow. I'll be like, all right, from 9 a.m. to 9.30, you are going to make your show notes and you are going to schedule um, your podcast. It's okay if you don't complete all of the work and the time allotted, but you set that time, be respectful of that time, and then you switch on to the next um, event that you were planning for that day. Because don't get stuck in work mode either, because you still have the day. You are more than your work. So get as much done as you can, and then schedule some time later to do it, because then you feel overwhelmed. And you're like, oh, I still got to do so many things, but I haven't finished this yet plan on how to finish it. That has helped me so much because my first year teaching, boy, was I a a workaholic. 
It's very important also at work to set work boundaries and time blocking. Because my first year teaching, I was that teacher that was like, oh, if I stay the longest, I'm going to have the best lesson. So I would stay, the end. The day ends at 2.20. I would stay till almost four o'clock to make sure I get all of my lessons and plans done for like, the, like two weeks ahead of time. Two weeks ahead of time. And let me tell you, though, with teaching, it's great to be two weeks ahead of time. But a lot of the times your lessons that you plan either have to be extended or you didn't get to everything or you totally scrap it in general because it just wasn't working. But I didn't know that my first year teaching. So I would stay so much later and stress about putting in all the grades and all these things. And I was exhausted and burnt out and all of those things. And then I realized I'm still an effective teacher, even if I only work during my contracted hours. You need to set that work boundary so you don't burn out. So now I'm year four. Once that's 2.20, I am out. I am out of the building. I may grade a little bit on the train, but i that's usually sometimes when I do it. But I am out of the building when I'm supposed to be out of the building. I do not stay in the building longer than I have to. It's not because I don't like the place or anything like that, but I give myself that work boundary. Leave at 2.20. That's the end of the school day. Leave at 2.20. You'll still be an effective teacher if you enter the grades tomorrow. It's going to be okay. You'll still be a good teacher if you make the copies first thing the next day. It's still going to be ready for the lesson. It's okay. Please, guys, make sure to make work boundaries. You're still an effective employee if you only work within your contracted hours. It doesn't always make you better if you, ha- if you work out of your contracted hours. Because a lot of the times that causes exhaustion and burnout. Now, sometimes if it's an emergency and you got to work outside your hours, you know, that happens. That's life. I've done, I still do that sometimes. But just giving yourself that promise that when it's time to leave the building, you leave the building. Do not exhaust yourself. Do not try and overdo anything. You're still effective. You're still a good employee at your job. Even if You only work during the contracted work hours. I don't know why there's this need or this feeling that if you do more than you're asked to, you feel more effective. It's okay to just work during the time you're supposed to work. That's okay. As long as you're doing your job, there's nothing wrong with that. So create those work boundaries. When you time block, you also are creating those work boundaries because once those two hours are done that you said, I'm going to work, you're done with work. Switch into your personal life. It's very important. Now, everyone talks about this work-life balance, and there's no such thing as balance of work and life. Some days, your personal life is going to be more of a priority than your work life. And some days, your work life are going to be more the priority than your personal life. That's going to happen. Time blocking helps to keep everything in line. Not balanced, but time blocking helps your brain focus on any task that you need to do. So to be productive, set your scene. 
light your candle, get your coffee, your tea, make sure your workplace is organized and is motivational to be around. And then time block. And then plan out breaks within that time block. And once that time is done for that task, move on to the next task that you were supposed to. If you need to finish that task, schedule time to do it another time. It's going to keep you focused. It will not make you feel overwhelmed. And then it's going to make you procrastinate and feel unmotivated. And then your work is not going to take over your life and make you feel burnt out. Your work is not your identity. Your work is your work. And then you still have your life and your passions and your friends and your family. You are more than your work. You're still effective. If you only work during your contracted hours, I promise you. Make those work boundaries, time block, and it'll help you feel more productive. Hi, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode about productivity tips and also time blocking. And again, this has helped me so much with just making me feel less overwhelmed with when I should work and when I should play. And I hope these tips and strategies has helped you as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, mindful Monday and ready to take on the week. You guys rock. You guys got this. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,